Welcome, welcome, everybody. Woo! Yep. And welcome to another episode of the Back Row Lessons Podcast. Yep. My name is Lessons. Paul Davis, and this is my co-host, and Nolan Meshke. Yes, Nolan Meshke. Thank you so <laughs> much. Trying out a tagline here. I was at work earlier in the weekend. It, it just came to me. In, uh, <laughs> you have a tagline? I got a tagline for us. <laughs> okay. What's up, all my kings, queens, and everyone in betweens? This is back row lessons. God, I was restocking, and it, it just hit me like a train right there. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming back. Uh, it's been a few weeks since a new episode. We left you guys all on a cliffhanger. Woo, woo. Yeah, that's what most people say when they mm-hmm. jump off a cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> before we get into our episode, I will do a little, just a minute or so. Uh, catch up on where are we, what's happening here, so the whole episode makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, but before we get into that, we uh, just would like to say uh, thank you to everyone for reviews, uh, and especially thank you everyone uh, for a hundred downloads. Woo, woo! It's a one zero zero, one zero zero. We're out of the double digits. We're in the triple digits. Four uh, digits. We're coming for yeah. You. Let's get but, another zero, bitches. Woo. Oh yeah, but very much so. It's a uh, it's a humble accolade, but we very much love it. Just two nerds in a in an apartment with two microphones and a computer. <laughs> very much we love it. Just want to say for those reviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that, we love them. We appreciate them so much. Uh, a five-star review helps us go up those damn charts on iTunes, mm-hmm. Spotify, wherever. A written review definitely helps. Doesn't matter really what you say. This week, you know, at least here by us, it's starting to get warm out and people are out and about. Mm-hmm. Tell us what your favorite ice cream flavor is Ooh. out there. Yeah, mine personally, I like mint. Dude, I'm a big fan of coffee ice cream. I never got into coffee ice cream, but I I understand the sen- sentiment of yeah. it. Yeah, it reminds me of, like going to my grandma's house in Ohio, though. Do you get like caffeinated off of it? I don't know. I just like it. I always wonder that. Like you're eating this ice cream, like yeah, I really <laughs> love this ice cream. I need more. Uh, nah. they, they don't have that kind of stuff. Uh, no. But yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I've been drinking coffee for so long. I don't know. I can like sleep after a cup of coffee sometimes. There's a special kind of psychopath that can do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm the, I'm the same way with uh, pop. I've always said like everyone drinks coffee. I unfortunately mm-hmm. drink like soda, and that's my do. That's my vice. Yes, unfortunately, it's an addiction. <laughs> uh, but my other addiction is history. Um, <laughs> that's the unfortunate side. I'm not lying there. Yeah. Uh, but. No, uh, you like to research shit like all well, the when, time. When you're not doing anything important, you like got when to. we're watching like Jeopardy, or like when you decide to make me watch Jeopardy yes. with you, yes. you actually like know like a couple of the things. Yeah. Well, like I said, you would be a solid second runner up. Yep, like, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I, I I might win an episode, but yeah. besides that, I'm a solid second place. Yep, and, and <laughs> weirdly enough, so many things that we've talked about in episodes have been on Jeopardy as an answer. Yeah, so. Doing this podcast is going to make me rich, oh. and it might make you rich by listening to it. <laughs> uh, but one last thing before we get into all mm-hmm. of it, our quick little disclaimer. What you going to say? Our, oh, yeah, quick, oh, this. Yeah, uh, like we're saying, we're we're talking history. We're, mm-hmm. It's a historic podcast, but it's also comedic. Yeah. We're not perfect. Everything here, I've researched as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um we weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> Unfor- actually, not unfortunately. Thank God we weren't there yeah. for some of the stuff that I'm mm-hmm. about to go into. Fortunately, we're, if you think in comparison of all of history, we're living pretty good times. Yeah, we're Even living like in a pretty year, good time. This year is kind of fucked up, but yeah. it's Yeah, I mean, we can make a podcast. So uh, if that doesn't, you know, if history and joking and jokes and comedy just don't mesh 
for you. It's mm-hmm. not too. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. But this might be where we go our separate ways. Um. But if that that sounds yeah. good for you, uh, I think. So yeah, the, the, I, I think the, that's good. That you like one it, of our see strongest, you later. If you like it, get on get on board. Get on board. That was definitely one of our strongest disclaimers ever. Uh, <laughs> but I think we can get into it. We can, mm-hmm. we can get ready. Uh, so like I was saying, that quick little catch up to the last couple minutes of uh, our latest new episode. So Been where a we left fat off. Minute. Oh, it's, speaking of a fat something, uh, we are talking about a. <laughs> Fat king uh, by the name of Henry, Henry mm. the Eighth. Oh God! Henry the Eighth is currently on his fourth wife. Mm. Uh, Which he, one was this? This is going to be Anne of Cleves okay. in Germany. Uh, where is she the one that did her job and died, or was that... uh, I'm going to get to it? Okay. Th- so we haven't even got there because where we left off, mm-hmm. Anne had not met Henry yet. Uh... Anne was on the outskirts of London. So was it the third one that? Yeah, died pregnancy or no? Or she, she just she gave birth and then died. Okay, so she yeah. wasn't killed because of Henry's just no. Being yeah, a, she just a piece of shit. Yeah, no, she died because it was the four or what? What is it? The fifteen hundreds, and mm-hmm. she gave birth. That's yeah. why she died. <laughs> you had like a twenty twenty chance, or not even twenty 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 eighty chance of dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so yeah, and she crossed the English Channel because uh, mm-hmm. they had to wait for a good time to cross. Uh, she. Is on the outskirts of London. She's mm-hmm. at a place called the Rochester uh, Abbey or the Rochester Cathedral. And where we left off is she's there. She has not met Henry at all. Mm-hmm. The only thing Henry knows about her yeah. is everything that he's been told by his kind of uh, allies, pretty much, the people mm-hmm. in his court, and a painting mm. that very, that Hans Holbein portrait of Anne that oh, yeah. he okay. uh just required the painter mm-hmm. to make her as realistic and not uh em- like exaggerated as much yeah he wanted a 100% realistic painting of her but when that same painter painted Henry he wanted to look like a badass warrior uh. so the hypocrisy is a little funny uh and that's where the humor comes in but so where we left off is Anne is at this rochester cathedral it's Mm -hmm. new year's day 1540 Mm. and henry upon hearing that his new bride-to-be is within distance of him Mm. he sets out okay yes that's where we left off this is a courtly romance game dumb shit thing mm-hmm. that we've been talking about uh at least in a couple episodes how there's this courtly love tradition shit oh yeah this is one of those courtly love traditions i don't really follow it though right oh you're gonna see how much Behind this closed just doors. succeed like just okay succeed. it's oh it's so and she's on the outskirts okay and and number four what number four is Anne. yeah number four okay. is Anne, the fourth queen <laughs> she's gonna be yes uh so she's outside of london after coming there from germany mm. uh she Having grown up in Germany and being German pretty yeah. much for her whole life, de- barely knows English, the oh, language, <laughs> definitely doesn't know the culture or the traditions. Or what, year, what year are we in again? 1540, New that Year's Day. It. Ooh, New, yeah, really? Yes, it's New Year's nice. Day, 1540, exactly. Yes. yes, everybody's hungover as shit. Yeah, everyone's hungover as shit. <laughs> if they uh, did that back then, I don't know. And she is being married to Henry. She doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. him. She's never met him. Wait, did they celebrate New Year's back then? I assume so. Okay. Because whenever I found it listed, they listed it. As, oh no, they do because you'll you'll understand what I mean when I say that they do. 
Okay. I'll, I'll explain it. But Henry, he hears that she's there, and he sets out on horse to get to the abbey. I should really? also, I, yep, to the to Abbey. No, to but he Abby. goes on a horse. Yeah, he's on a horse here. Really? Uh, Why yep. did I feel like he would be too much of a, like a slob? To yeah, just he, get he on has a to get pulled horse. or something. Yeah, I'll be honest. When you said that, at first I imagined the like Egyptian pharaoh having four ripped dudes like carry <laughs> him. I feel like yeah. he would be that kind of guy. I thought I was thinking like jumping out of like a castle window, oh, like three dude. stories high, and onto here. the horse. She's and here. Being, Let's go. No, no, no. Just like jumping on the horse, like three stories oh, high. I'm coming, my lady. Oh, the horse just <laughs> winces, just whinnies. <gasps> yeah. But yeah, so I do also want to point out mm. at this time, Anne is 24. And, 24. Okay, I'm assuming he's definitely not close to that age. He's 48. <laughs> ah, that's old back then too. Like that's he's just old now. Well, I mean, yeah, like that's definitely yeah. old now in comparison. But like, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, no when, matter what, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. This might bring controversy to our ratings, but I'm just gonna say it, ladies out there. If he's 48, don't date him. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> unless he pulled you out of a fire. Mm-hmm. Like Anne has paperwork saying he's not a creep. Like by the state, <laughs> don't date him. I'm just gonna say it right there. Uh, and like we had kind of referenced last time, the 90 Day Fiance gentleman <laughs> with the large body and the weird uh, choices in life really seems to be like on top of that. I don't he, even watch like reality TV, but I watch a YouTube channel. This guy oh, making fun of reality TV and like amazing. this guy called like Big Ed, I think. Yeah, or that's whatever. Ed. That's Ed. Oh, uh, okay. There, there's, there's a couple celebrities from the 90 day. <laughs> I like uh, can't multiverse. believe it's a real person. There's the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. There's all also the NFCU, the mm -hmm. 90 Day Fiance Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Everyone's connected. But yeah, yeah, so uh I have both a chronicler from England mm. at the time giving his account of their meeting. Okay. But it's in old English and Ooh. it's phrased in that, so it gets a little confusing. But I also translated it into modern English mm. so we can get a description. Okay. So I'm gonna start with the modern translated description and yeah. I might do a couple quotes from there because it sounds really funny in old English. Mm -hmm. So uh, part of that courtly tradition is you don't just show up, you know, dressed in your finest Sunday wear. You got to be in a disguise mm -hmm. to to show your woman this is what I don't look like. I get I don't I don't understand this part, but so with a couple of his closest kind of pals from the area, they were described as privy counselors. I just feel like that's the king's entourage, pretty much. Okay. You know how like a basketball player has. Yeah. He has the the weed man, the drug run, <laughs> like all that. That's who these guys are right now. So they unannounced. So they don't tell anyone. We're going to the Rochester Abbey. Mm -hmm. We're going to see Anne. Uh, when they get there, they're still all in their disguises. Uh, and she was up in her kind of room that she was given at mm -hmm. the at the abbey. Uh, she's the sticking queen. her hair out the window so they can climb up the building. <laughs> Rapunzel, the yeah, this yeah. is where Rapunzel is. Well, she actually is uh, outside, or she's in her room. She's looking out the window. Okay, what she's watching, chronicler. This guy's name is chronicler? Edward. Yeah, chronicler Edward Hall. Wait, is this one of the Henry's peeps? No, this is this is like a chronicler is someone who just wrote about it. He was there. Oh, he, and he yeah, talked to duh, people who okay, were there. Yeah. yeah, no, it's all good. So, um, yeah, so they come. They're in their their. Every, also, I should also point out when I first found this quote, because it's Middle English, it's not mm -hmm. like current day English. 
every single word was misspelled. Every single one. Really? <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> translation thing. So I tried to get as close as I could to legible words. Uh, uh, that uh, Being uh, disguised with cloaks of marble with hoods that they should not be known came privily... See, I don't know what that... I, I guess maybe privately to Rochester. Mm. And so went up into the chamber where the said Lady Anne looked out the window to mm. see the bull beating that the turn in the court and suddenly he embraced her and kissed and showed her a token that the king had sent her for her new year's gift wait so he did meet her at this so, point yeah, so okay. I'll, that was the i thought she was looking out the English, window okay. so now i'll tra translate ah, that to modern english gotcha. do, 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 do. uh so <laughs> do, do. Do, do, do. yeah exactly the sound effect so he gets ah. there uh henry and Anne is up in her room mm -hmm. uh, looking out the window. What mm -hmm. she's watching is called bull baiting. Bull baiting? Baiting, like B-A-I-T-I-N-G. Okay. Bull baiting. So people that, so I was like, okay. what the fuck is this? So that was going on outside. Bull baiting uh -huh. is a blood sport involving a bull, mm -hmm. like a pitted against another animal. Mm -hmm. Normally a dog or another domestic animal. Mm -hmm. So they are making a, instead of like a matador fighting mm -hmm. a bull, the bull is fighting another animal and everyone is watching. <laughs> and it is like, it's described, it's a blood sport. It's so wait, to the death. A, wait, say that again. So a bull's fighting an animal. An animal. And it, okay. It's a different animal. It doesn't have to be a specific animal. Cool. But it yeah. is in particular a dog. The oh, designation no. bull in an English Bulldog, mm -hmm. one of the most popular breeds in the world, <laughs> is applied because of the dog's use in bull baiting. So that's why we have bulldogs. Yes, bulldogs Holy come shit. from this sport. Because I know dogs are, you know, like breeds were like basically were made by people. That's really cool to know. Yeah, Damn, no, like okay. when I when I saw that it was <laughs> so bulldogs were bull bredded to fight bulls. bulls? Okay, yes, uh, just for fun. Yes. Damn. Well, well, yeah, like a blood sport kind of okay. thing. Yeah. So when I was researching this and I saw bull baiting with a dog, mm -hmm. I had a hunch saying, could this be where bulldogs come from? Maybe it's just a coincidence, but I was right because I'm Where chihuahuas come from then? <laughs> what? <laughs> where the fuck do chihuahuas come from then? <laughs> that is a place in Mexico. <laughs> uh, there's another kind of uh, dog that kind of looks oh, like- Oh, you know this answer? Dude, I had to research Mexico. It's fucking insane there. There's all kinds <laughs> of weird dogs in that. Mexico. I yeah, thought you were no. going to say some stupid joke. No, it's on. true. There's a, it's like a <laughs> Zotozi or something, but it's basically like a hairless chihuahua that's like twice the size and it's like a wild dog. Damn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, okay. Last one. Do you know where huskies come from? That's my favorite kind of dog. Wouldn't they just be in Alaska? <laughs> I guess so. I, I don't know. If, I assume they have to be big from there. There's a place just called a husky. I was but. just testing your amazing <laughs> knowledge. But, that's all I know. You, but got, anyway. you, you hit the two that I know. Um, <laughs> the first reference to the word bulldog mm -hmm. is dated in the 1630s, Ooh. so a little bit after this, okay. in a letter by a man named Preswick Eaton, nice. hey, Preswick, where he writes, again, all this is in Middle English, English so all of the words are mm -hmm. totally misspelled, procure me, spelled with two E's, me, <laughs> two good bulldogs, and let them be sent by ye for ship. So this is the first recorded instance of the word bulldogs. I assume he just forgot to put a space between the two words, and they're like, oh, it's a new breed. <laughs> it's a new thing. Uh, yeah, so I saw that, and that's why I went off that little tangent for bull baiting. But so, mm -hmm. And she's out the window watching a—they didn't say which animal, but I assume a dog versus mm -hmm. a bull. 
Henry comes into the room. Henry comes in, still in his disguise. Yeah. Uh, so first, she didn't know what he looked like normally. Oh, God. And then he's also in a disguise. He comes in. What? Yes. So she only saw this painting? She didn't even see a painting of oh, him. Oh, he's only the he one that saw, saw the painting, painting of her. Of her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe they did bring the other one. She's like, that's what he looks like? Ugh. Why is he so- <laughs> what are those legs? Um, so he grabs her, grabs her in the like embrace, not like grabbing her by the shoulders yeah, or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, grab, I gotcha. And kisses Anne mm-hmm. before he gives her a gift for uh, New Year's Day. So they do celebrate New Year's Day at, the, at okay, this point. Nice. So, like I said, she does not know who this man is grabbing and kissing her. Oh, like they don't even like introduce they don't know him. She, she, okay. she does not know what is going on here. Yeah. On top, like she doesn't know. A, it's a court tradition. Yeah. B, she doesn't know that it's Henry in disguise. <laughs> but she knows she's supposed to meet Henry. She's no. Well, she doesn't know. Like she knows I'm going to meet Henry sometime, but she doesn't know that Henry's on his way. Oh, all of this fudge. Puppies. If we were to be into her shoes right now yeah you know, i know we're two guys but mm-hmm. let's just imagine what it's like to be a woman real quick nice okay uh, <laughs> uh, got look, it looks Done. down nice uh but so she's watching this bull i guess fuck up i always wonder does the dog win or does the bull win i don't know i don't we'll know we can go uh, figure this out yeah, but i think they didn't give me a <laughs> peter would probably get bowl. at us too uh but sh- so she's watching that and then a dude comes in uh-huh. grabs her kisses her and then gives her a gift and she doesn't know what the what the fuck is going on here. Uh, like I said, not knowing who this was or mm-hmm. what was happening. And very timidly thanks the disguised man in front of her. Yeah. And kind of awkwardly removes herself from the conversation and returns to watching the bullfighting happen. <laughs> yeah. So instead of her. So he probably didn't like that. Oh, it gets. Oh, oh God. Okay, so, no. Um, yeah, so this is what it I don't said. Know, I'm kind of happy it, he got rejected. Though, oh, he gets <laughs> so much better. So in that, uh, I'm just Ed, Ed I'm Hall's, concerned for her fe- like oh, it's safety a, and future. Uh, Ed Hall says uh, after the New Year's gift, and she, being abashed, not knowing who it was, thanked him, and so he communed with her. But she regarded him little, but always looked out of the window on the bull beating. <laughs> So she's kind of like looking over his shoulder, almost yeah. to like, what's going on? I don't want to miss the, the <laughs> a good strike. Uh, after all this happens, uh, this is not the reaction you want. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. I'm not good with the ladies, but if I surprise someone and she awkwardly it's like thanks and walks away i'm mm-hmm. like that didn't go as well as i yeah. wanted it to and then you move on like a normal human being <laughs> yes exactly That's but it's like did. you don't kiss a stranger either like, <laughs> yeah true but i guess i'm not or giving a of gift England, to a stranger but, yeah. either yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but so not having received the reaction he was expecting from his future bride uh-huh. uh henry goes into in a accompanying a different room right next to us or right next to her we're not there right yeah, now busy bitch to his posse or whatever i wish no what did you so, call it what did you say they were called before oh yeah his like yeah his like posse or his crew yeah his, his no there wasn't what was the name for it uh oh, shit uh, his comrades or what yeah. i don't remember what it was but <laughs> his gang okay his gang yeah his squad <laughs> uh he goes into another room and changes into royal clothing nice N- not not a lanky disguise that no one knows what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> and he returns to the room. So he changes clothes yeah. and he returns. And I assume when he comes in, he's like, eh? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess who? Yeah. Uh, so 
when he gets there, when he gets into the room, he has mm-hmm. his more ro- royal clothing on. Everyone who's working at the Abbey sees that it's the king because he hadn't told anyone he was coming. Everyone's yeah. like, this guy just comes in and kisses a woman. What's going and on? they're in here? Germany? No, England right England. now. They're okay. right outside of London right now. Okay. Yeah, right outside of but London. But they're not in his neck of the woods. Uh, kind of. It's like how we think of like the suburbs pretty much this is like the outer skirts it's about 30 miles away from like okay london's center so everybody's like oh shit this is the king yeah no this is still the king (laughs) shit uh this is the king shit so uh he comes out and the staff here at the abbey they see that it's the king they're like oh shit we're in the presence of the king oh no Mm -hmm. uh so they start kneeling they start doing all their royal uh kind of procedures Mm -hmm. when i saw that they were kneeling uh, it kind of reminded me of the second Ace Ventura movie when they're in the hut and he's like, Chicago, and all the guys are starting to kneel. And then he starts joking with them, Chicago, ah, I got yeah. you, or whatever. So I imagine like Henry is like, ah, I'm here, kneel. I was, I was thinking Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's a good one. You too. bow to no one. You bow to no one except for Henry when he's pissed off. Yeah. Uh, and kind of seeing like, oh, I think I, I think I should be doing that too. They seem to know this guy. Uh, Kind of puts two and two together that, yeah. oh, I think this might be Henry. I think this might be uh, the king mm-hmm. here. Uh, she welcomes him. She's like, oh, my bad. Hey, guy there. Uh, and respect. Watch some bull baiting Yeah, with me? dude, check it out. <laughs> the dog is definitely making a comeback now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she properly receives him and is like, oh, shit, my bad. Yeah. Um, and I, I saw this how it was described. Uh, he departed, the king, this is from uh, Ed Hall again, he departed into another room and put off his cloak and came in again in a coat of purple velvet. He's like, I got my good clothing on tonight, my ladies wear. Uh, and when the lords and knights did see him, grace they did reverence. Or grace they did him reverence. I guess that's grace. Uh, and then she, perceiving the lords doing their duty, oh shit, uh, humbled her grace lowerly to the king's majesty Mm. and his grace saluted her again Mm. i guess grace is just being nice or maybe it's like a a physical object here's my grace (laughs) uh so saluted her again and they talked again lovingly so Mm. from there they go they start talking together Mm -hmm. they like oh shit my bad yeah no it's all cool it's whatever uh and they finally get to starting to know each other a, a little bit now this whole thing just set into motion so much dumb shit mm-hmm. that the rest of the episode is the repercussions of what's just what just happened pretty much. Yeah. So r- recordings of this interaction, for, there's more than just that Ed Hall guys, Edward Hall mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, recordings of this interaction, future actions by Henry, mm-hmm. and modern academic research into this kind of stuff points yeah. to this incident this unwelcome kind of unwarm welcoming causing a stark and drastic change in Henry's opinion of Anne and the future marriage. Oh God. The beginning of the end. Oh yes. Oh no. Already before it even starts, it's already going down. Uh, I just like, like, like her already just for rejecting him. She didn't even know what was going on. It was just like, huh? (laughs) Historians and a lot of them, Mm -hmm. a lot being, there's good research to it. Mm-hmm. They point to Henry here feeling embarrassed and humiliated. Okay. Was there but, other people watching? Oh, everyone was watching. Ah, okay. Yes. This, Why do I feel like like when you say she's looking at the bullfighting, like, 
Oh, it's like a by yourself. Uh, like she was by herself or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I so the I was way just was she's fra- looking out the window. Well, that's like way her- it, so the way it was phrased. So I'll explain it here as well. Okay. The way it was was she was hanging out in her room. And this is from me reading these descriptions and shit. Sounds like she was like in her room that had an overlook of mm-hmm. the courtyard or whatever. Yeah. And then Henry with his guys come in mm-hmm. and then other people seeing more people are going in there is like, what's going on over there? Mm-hmm. And then they join. So yeah. like I was kind of saying, this normal courtly love game, the mm-hmm. uh, surprise them or whatever, was supposed to end with the bride seeing through the disguise mm-hmm. of her future husband. However, that didn't work in this situation for two main reasons. This court tradition is not really present in Germany. It's not mm-hmm. really a thing. She never grew up or knew that this was a thing and could be clued into what was happening. Yeah. The other big thing is she did not know what the hell Henry looked like <laughs> because she has never met him. Yeah. Let alone in a disguise. Yeah. <laughs> so what was he dressed as like Batman or yeah. something? Yeah, like it's his Halloween Spire to costume. me. <laughs> well, it said he had like a black cloak on or something, <laughs> so I guess that, yeah, like he's so just why is the the executor of the castle trying to kiss me. Yeah, ugh. he smells weird. <laughs> Thought they wear all black. Yeah, exactly. yes. <laughs> well, that's what they look like in Shrek, at least. <laughs> so yeah, this situation could only end in really disaster. What the mm-hmm. hell? Uh, and kind of like I was pointing to earlier, it's been recorded that this whole incident took place in front of Anne's chambermaids, mm-hmm. as well as Henry's men that had rode with him to the castle or okay. to the abbey. So. <laughs> He like, has an Ooh. audience. Yeah, he has an audience for when the most embarrassing thing probably yeah. for a king to happen to <laughs> happens to him. Yes, it is not a good situation mm. all around. Uh, Henry was no longer attracted to Anne mm-hmm. and wanted out of the marriage. Uh, Wait, they were married already? No. So the wedding is about the the wedding is legit planned for less than a week okay. away. There, it, I got this, that. This is still the 1st of January, and the yes. wedding is within the week. Uh, yes. Historians believe that- This Hen- is definitely 90-day fiance. Dude, like- it is so great. <laughs> this week has been so, like, normally I like to, when I do research or history stuff, I don't like to get caught up in this drama stuff, but mm-hmm. it is legit a reality TV show. Uh, <laughs> I like, like, wars aren't even this interesting. Yeah. Uh, historians believe that Henry's misgivings, and this is a quote, I'm sorry, misgivings about the marriage mm. were blamed on Anne's alleged unsatisfactory appearance mm. and her failure to inspire him to consummate the marriage. Mm. She didn't get me horny enough. I don't think I can marry her. Yeah, just can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. So a guy we've been mentioning a couple episodes, Thomas Cromwell. Wait, who was he again? He is kind of the right-hand man to uh, Henry. He was the one that really oh, yeah. started to bring the charges against Anne One. Oh, uh, yeah. And Bullion. Making up those lies or whatever about yeah, her and, and her brother. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. He's been kind of instrumental in doing this and then also arranging this mm-hmm. uh, marriage. Yeah. He was the one that really pri- prodded and looked around for uh, a prod or a Lutheran sympathetic uh, candidate for uh, Henry here. So Henry goes to him at first. Cromwell was one of only two kind of courtiers, so mm-hmm. members in the court, with whom the king had told that he had been unable to consummate the marriage. Really. <laughs> 
the king just just coming to you is like i can't get it up dude i just can't <laughs> i can't uh the other one was a man by the title of lord high admiral southampton mm. he's not just a lord or an admiral or a high admiral. <laughs> He's the Lord High Admiral. Damn. Yeah, that is the fucking title right yeah. there. Uh, the other one. So he's the he's the I other know, one. I feel like it would be better to say High Admiral Lord. Yeah, or yeah, like L High L-H- Lord Admiral Admiral. Or? Yeah, like High Lord Admiral. Or, mm-hmm. No matter what is is it a religious admiral? Or, I don't know. I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> but yeah, so it's the Southampton guy and Cromwell are the only two guys who know about the king's intimacy problems at this point. <laughs> uh, and when Henry's humiliation about this mm-hmm. uh, became common knowledge, mm-hmm. Southampton, the other guy, made sure that Cromwell was blamed for it. What? So <laughs> he's blaming him for leaking the info to the press pretty okay. much. That, I mean... That's well, it's interesting fair. here. I, I, wait, um, would you consider that kind of fair? Like, I don't know. Like, how else would people super, know? I mean, it's like, okay, hey, dude, that guy can't get it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Like, I know, like our previous president, not to get into politics too much. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wanted to hit on his sexual potency. Mm-hmm. My standing is, I don't want to think about the president of any sex, gender, whatever. I don't want to think about their genitals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind the genital. Like, I don't want to concern myself with the genitals and what they're doing <laughs> as long as it's not illegal. As yes. long as it's yes. not illegal things mm-hmm. with the genitals. Just about to say that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the one caveat. <laughs> uh, Henry felt as uh, if his advisors around him, like Cromwell and other ones, uh, had lied to him about Anne and the truth of her appearance. Mm-hmm. Quote, this is uh, Henry having to say, I believe, to Cromwell, quote, she is nothing so fair as she hath been reported in in modern English speak. She's not as hot as her photos indicated to me. From someone that painted. Yeah, exactly. Someone you didn't even pay. She used a name. She used a filter or whatever. Someone that that wasn't even like paid well enough to do that too. (laughs) This is the modern equivalent of saying she catfished me. Uh, In contrast. Even though if you like what's. Like even we don't know how he painted. People it true. was a painting. It's I'm just going to assume she's really hot and he's just not. So the quotes I found throughout it, it's saying like, she's not, you know, jaw dropping, br- beautiful. She's yeah. Pretty decent. But mm-hmm. still compared to him, she's a catch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have a couple quotes about his physical stature. <laughs> uh, uh, so in contrast to the petite stature of Henry's first three wives. So the, uh, Anne, Catherine, and I'm forgetting the third one because there's so goddamn many. Mm -hmm. Uh, She, uh, being Anne, the Mm -hmm. second one, Anne was tall, big-boned, and (laughs) strong-featured. Her face was dominated by a large nose that had been cleverly disguised by the angle of Holbein's portrait. Mm -hmm. That's what someone is saying, saying she has a big nose and she has a lot of feet. She has big features, therefore... We can't make this marriage work. Look at Henry. He's a catch. Don't look at that part of him. That's not the catch. (laughs) Just look at the crown. Uh, So, yeah, he was no prize here. I have another. I have a quote on him. Uh, I could have chose a lot of different quotes for describing Henry. Yeah. People don't like Henry. (laughs) A contemporary depiction, I'm sorry, depiction reveals Mm -hmm. the king 
as a quote grotesque figure. Oh my god. His beady eyes <laughs> and tiny pursed mouth are almost <laughs> lost in the layers of flesh which surround them. He appears to have no neck and his enormous frame extends beyond the reaches of the canvas. So he's big Ed, but he's, maybe taller. He's, yeah, yeah. He's too fat to fit on a piece of canvas. He can't fit in the portrait. Uh, another quote I saw was, the king was so stout that such a man has never been seen. <laughs> he is the fattest man we've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and one last quote, just to round it off. Quote, three of the biggest men that could be found could get inside his clothing. <laughs> these are like, who are these people saying this? These are just random quotes of <laughs> contemporary people describing how fat he is. That's great. So He's if we just remember- The the hut of yeah. royalty. If we remember back to her, she's kind of, she's a little bit bigger, she's tall, and she has a big nose. He is grotesque and doesn't fit on a piece of oh canvas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Henry believed that Holbein's portrait had mm -hmm. not been an accurate representation of Anne, but his totally, totally was. No. And for some of its, uh, and for some of the exaggerated reports of her beauty, Cromwell received yeah. the blame. Dude, you totally led me askew on what she looked like. What are you doing here? Uh, Henry Henry directed Cromwell to figure out any way he could get out of this marriage. Get me the fuck out of this one too. Uh, without and the big cat, the big like, oh, could, the one thing could you not do is without it causing another. But mm -hmm. that's my paraphrasing. The, the phrasing was causing a, like a single mm -hmm. international diplomatic crisis in yeah. Europe. But if we remember back probably five years, he just caused one with his mm -hmm. first divorce. Yeah. Uh, so he's just like, you know what? That first one was really fun. I want to give it a second go. I know okay. what I'm doing this time. I got a, I got a feeling. I got a routine. Mm -hmm. uh, however, if they reneged on the approaching marriage, which, mm -hmm. like I said, Coming up in the next couple days, yeah. not months, not weeks, days, mm -hmm. uh, the alliance with Germany that they had tried to make out of this marriage. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Which just crumbled. Which just yeah. dust. Uh, so is this all public or is this like with like just him this like with within, his closest like yeah, friends? With, this is within like the court. His posse. Okay. Yeah, this is within his posse. And this is, so this is the all this is going down between this group of people. Yes. And. I will kind of outline a little bit more in a little bit, but it's very much kind of Henry and his people know about this, and Anne is like, everything's everything's all okay. right. I think I think things are going good here. Oh god, poor girl. Yes. So wedding day, we all that great loving mm -hmm. talk I was just talking about. Wedding day, woo! January sixth, mm -hmm. fifteen forty. So it was five days later. Yeah. It was originally going to be on the fourth, but they delayed it two days to give themselves time to figure out how to get out of this marriage. <laughs> and that's what I saw. Uh, the ceremonies for the wedding started on the weekend before it. So like yeah. a couple days, the ceremony started, which was before the actual wedding date. Mm. This is when Anne was introduced to the British public. And I saw that everyone had a buffet. So I kind of imagined an old country buffet. <laughs> Just I think shit. the last one is actually Minnesota. Yeah. I, like in that Burnsville shit or whatever. didn't survive the, yeah. the, the recession? <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked. Uh, that didn't survive the corona pandemic. <laughs> uh, on the topic of uh, going ahead with the marriage, 
Henry said to Thomas Cromwell, mm-hmm. uh, Henry's turning into a quote master here. My Lord, <laughs> if it were not to satisfy the world and my realm, mm-hmm. I would not do that that I must do this day for none earthly thing. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have to, and it wouldn't cause the destruction of my country, mm-hmm. I would not be here getting married yeah. today. <laughs> that is what that statement is. He's saying, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't be here. God damn. <laughs> Which it's is like, a very encouraging thing for the groom to say <laughs> mere hours before his wedding. I think I heard that at a couple weddings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, both the bride, which and upon reading my uh, notes here, I wrote as the bridge, but yeah. it works both ways. The bride and the groom were dressed in cloth of gold as they rode side by side to Greenwich. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. where the last wedding uh, to the previous wife was, and where they were married in the queen's closet, like the last wedding. Okay, again. so the third one actually got married. Yes, that was the one that she had yeah. uh, Edward, the son, mm-hmm. and then passed less than two months later, okay. prompting all of this. Okay. Uh, yeah, So, and that wedding took place in the queen's closet as well. Mm. Uh, the ceremony... So fourth one happened in the closet? Yeah, both okay. of them happened in the queen's closet, and then I saw... it. Yep, oh, okay, yeah. So the ceremony took place in the morning, nice. and it was performed by the Archbishop of Canterbury, Thomas Cramner again, that nice. guy with the weird name. <laughs> On her finger, Henry placed a ring with the words engraved, God send me to keep well, or send me well to keep. Or not like, God, get me out of this. Yeah, not God, please help me with this. Or, hey, me again. You know, hey, it's Henry for the fourth time. Uh, After the service finished in the queen's closet, mass was offered in the king's closet. Mm -hmm. Are these really big closets or is that a term for like a room? I feel like that has to be a term for like a ceremonial room or like a, like a, just like a pat, not a patio, Mm -hmm. but a. I imagine bleachers in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a gym. Uh, after they finished the mass there, the bride and groom went to separate rooms to change into less formal clothing. They didn't want to wear the gold, fairy ornate yeah. things all day. Uh, as the day ahead of them were to include a large celebratory meal, everyone's mm. eating, another church service, and to finish the day, a mask party. Nice. So those kind of weird half masks that you always see. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, like high class, yeah, 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 movie thrillers, that kind of stuff. Some a mask kind of, there, so. yeah, not not Jim Carrey's the mask. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stop me! Mm-hmm. And he's just that's what Henry is screaming. Yeah. Actually, uh, then came the most important part of the wedding day. I think I know that you're going with this. What do you think it is? Do they all watch something? They watch something, or they're okay. at least standing outside the door. Oh God! Okay, it's the I'm most right. important part of the day and the marriage. Yeah, consummated. The consummation of the marriage. <laughs> and uh, this is a—it's not exclusive to England, but I Everybody believe just giggling. Is he gonna get it up yet? <laughs> I got my ticket. I got. Yeah. I Because uh, I think it's France, but a couple of the royal palaces, like the royal bedrooms, had like a viewing area <laughs> for people just to you, you ready i'm viewing like just like those like really steep like chairs for like students watch like doctors <laughs> yeah you know, i was like... just about to say like a surgeon's theater <laughs> like in a circle around them yeah. <laughs> someone's got junior mints it's a hall production that is, i guess that might be the precursor to porn <laughs> we got tickets we've got tickets Dude, i got were, two if we were in like watching this back then i would totally like make a bet okay like 
30 bucks. He walks out crying because he can't get it up. <laughs> it's going to get... I was going to say, like, because it might be the predecessor to porn. Do you think, <laughs> like, they have them doing it. They have the watching area. And then, like, in between <laughs> them, they have, like, an orchestral band doing, like, a bow, wow, with, like, the, like, pre, you know, trumpets and stuff like that. Like, yeah. the mis- medieval bow, just No, just one bass player. Yeah, one. And, like, and, like, a hand drum player. And one horn player, just in case if he yeah. just, like well, I said, can't get it up. a little bit of, like, a, a progression <laughs> through the song. But yeah, like, as horn do- player, like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. And then, like, the bass kind of kicks into another form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're writing a great porno right here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Medieval Porno Cast with Paul mm-hmm. and Nolan. This episode, we talk about two kings and queens. So, yeah, it's the, uh, the consummation of mm-hmm. it. Now, uh... My notes were going long, and um, I was going insane at this time because there exists multiple, multiple detailed, oh god, play by play descriptions uh-huh. of the first time Henry and Anne try to consummate their marriage. Really, you can find that, and maybe if we do a bonus episode, I'll kind of get a couple of the different sources <laughs> I was looking at. Where I had to read about a 48-year-old man trying to fuck a 24-year-old timid girl or woman at this point. But after what we heard about the first time they met, (laughs) the next time, a couple days later, he has to try and bang her. Like, it's not a question of who wants to. It's we've got to. Yeah. (laughs) So I have details of that and other attempts. Which, if we if we get a good response or if we get a response, mm-hmm. maybe we'll do that as a bonus episode. But yeah, shout outs to the historians who have to go through that <laughs> themselves. <laughs> you know, that is detailed, grotesque work. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to summarize it very quickly uh, to spare us all the yeah. uh, pain. Whatever you consider important important yeah Uh, the most important thing is he could not perform yeah (laughs) he couldn't get it up big shocker due to what he blamed on her lackluster body and how he or how i'm sorry she did not start a quote carnal desire in him for her carnal desire oh my god dude that uh this is like reading the sex between Mm -hmm. two people like i'm not perfect i've sexed with someone over the phone (laughs) or not over the phone over text and like i'll read them like a day or two later i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm a fucking pervert what the fuck is wrong with me (laughs) this is like reading that oh god God, no oh ew ew (laughs) so yeah her lackluster body and she didn't start a carnal desire for oh no for him or in him this for her. Insecure bastard. This is so insecure. Uh, oh, God. Normally, history is. What was uh, like the equivalent of Viagra back then? They bring in those horse doctors. Drinking wouldn't yeah, be it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe drink. Yeah. I guess maybe drinking would be the opposite because yeah. at this point, whiskey disc dick has to have been discovered yeah like, <laughs> especially like, by royalty yeah it's by royalty especially. <laughs> one person got too drunk on something on some mm-hmm. alcohol and couldn't perform and thought it was a, wi- a wizard or a spell <laughs> but it was actually whiskey dick yeah uh, 
for so it didn't just stop so first he has to come out and i guess do the the shrugging the shoulders maneuver mm-hmm. pantsless like i tried <laughs> the carnal desire wasn't there yeah uh, for weeks afterwards mm-hmm. for weeks he would still try often and regularly i saw it phrased like that often and regularly uh to go on and quote perform okay wait wait still with like people watching not with people watching all the time but less peer pressure less peer pressure but repeated attempts to go on and perform with her but had no success (laughs) oh god so he is like a, a big theory at this point is he's just gonna think the same thing all the time if he keeps trying like you just get in a cycle man yeah <laughs> from one guy to another guy here's what you do or to henry maybe to you as well try and recite <laughs> baseball teams just like yeah. all right nl east it's the yankees it's the red sox it will mm-hmm. just keep you going a little bit longer yeah welcome to sex tip advice with paul nolan on our history <laughs> podcast uh by the middle of February, so they got married at the beginning of mm-hmm. January. By the middle of February, he still said that she was, <laughs> this is what he said, mm-hmm. weirdly phrased, but he, Henry said that she was as much a virgin as he had found her. What? Ugh, ugh. <sighs> that is what a pedophile oh, talks God. about with a child when he is being accused of I, murdering I, I'm her. Chris Hansen, take a seat. What yeah, did you just say? Henry, like, I'd like you to take a seat right over oh, there. God. Yeah, that is just... I know what you're thinking, but no. <laughs> none of this, as Henry would declare, is uh, his fault. Uh, yep, of course. Yes. Uh, see, Henry's doctor had assured everyone that Henry had, quote, given evidence of him still being capable of performing the marital act. Oh, God. Okay. Had given him evidence? Yeah. Did he <laughs> ejaculate for him? Like, I, here you go. Yeah, I have <laughs> I got, evidence. I got something for you. I have a picture of him doing it. Yeah. A, I got Hans, a painted yeah, yeah. picture of him having Hans it. <laughs> to get me as I was in the middle of ejaculation. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Look at my thighs. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he he gave he, uh, his doctor evidence of him still being able. So mm-hmm. uh, sperm donation. Uh, yeah. Henry argued that because he had had two wet dreams uh, and thought himself <laughs> able to do the act with others, but not with her. He is justifying uh, that it's her fault by the fact I didn't have a wet dream. I you had see two. the stain. You Dude, see this? my pants. <laughs> Nasty. Look at uh. it. the skin is going over it. And thought him thought himself able to do the act with others, but not with her. Oh my god. She's. Just, I. Just, I can. I can bang others. Just not mm-hmm. her. Just not her. <laughs> uh, and the reasons why it was Anne's fault that this wasn't working was uh, in the eyes I, of Henry. Yeah, yeah, it's not Henry's fault. Grotesque <laughs> and large man. Either. She was not a virgin, <laughs> or there was an impediment to this match, to this marriage. So either she's not a virgin, and because of that, I can't ejaculate, mm. or there's something wrong with this marriage. Oh my God. Uh, sensing uh, a rumbling in this situation mm-hmm. approaching, Thomas Cromwell, our good old mm-hmm. friend, asks Anne's Lord Chambermaid, so mm. the guy, Lord Chambermaid, yeah. I, I saw that, uh, the Earl of Rutland to talk to Anne. So okay. Thomas is like, this isn't good. You, dude, go talk to the woman. Uh, 
the Earl. I wonder what this conversation would be like. Uh, spoke to the Queen and the Council, <laughs> advising them to make the Queen and quote to use all pleasant pleasantness pleasantness. That's a weird word. Pleasantness yeah. <clears throat> to the King. Hmm. Use all your sex moves with the king. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Thomas Cromwell told one dude who then went to the Queen's Council to tell the Queen. So it came a telephone. Yeah, to bang better. Mm. <laughs> Be more available. Wear lingerie or you know whatever the normal. Probably like what the fuck? What else do I do? Yeah. Like, have you seen the man? Like, va <laughs> va. Like she's just speaking German to him. Was ist das? Was ist das? So now uh, this we're moving on from just the early marriage, as we can mm -hmm. tell. This is supposed to supposed to be the honeymoon period. Yeah, that does not sound like a honeymoon <laughs> period at all. Uh, so by March, uh, so they had married, like I said, early January. By March, mm -hmm. Henry had convinced himself that the difficulties in the bedroom mm -hmm. were because he knew he knew that his marriage to Anne was invalid. It was not right. Uh, mm. She must be still bethroned to the uh, Duke of Lorraine, Francis, not mm -hmm. our friend Franny, uh, Francis, and have not, She's she wasn't free to marry. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with me in this situation. She's still trying to be married to that other guy yeah. that she hasn't ever met nor spoken to. Uh, <laughs> from here... Uh, so, yeah, and because of that, she couldn't be able to marry. From here, mm -hmm. he directed a council of close advisors to investigate this. <laughs> I need you to figure out if my wife is actually married to someone else, please. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, really? Oh, my God. But this council, they yeah. did not do that. They did not want to because this would cause an international stir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By if they were to openly look into the king's new marriage, yeah. if it was being invalid or it was being illegal, like illegitimate, yeah. that is just a snowball for terribleness to happen to England. <laughs> if we are investigating if the new marriage of our king is totally illegitimate, mm -hmm. I feel like someone might attack us there. So they yeah. were they were not uh, looking forward to investigating the queen here. Uh, also. In previous episodes, we've talked about how Henry is a, a prolific person mm -hmm. with extramarital affairs. Uh, this time, there hadn't been any talk of a mistress for some time. Interesting. This is not the really? sort. Yeah. Okay. This is not the sort of thing that he would have wished to be publicly known. <laughs> they don't know I'm banging other chicks than my wife. What the hell is this? <laughs> Who do they think I am? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that gets into a whole power projection shit of kings. Yeah. I was reading an article about it. I was like, do I get into this rabbit hole? I'm gonna close that door because we already have way more things to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, this idea of kings being virile and fertile and having a bunch of women loving them it's literally part of their power pro like yeah. projection like i can steal your bitch you know <laughs> i mean when you think of kings that time that's literally what you think of yeah you think like, of kings with like 100 <laughs> concubines yeah. and what you know this that and the other thing uh so yeah he doesn't have any mistresses uh and on the other hand so he's once out of this before the marriage yeah starts. and on the other hand didn't really think anything was wrong here she thought that the marriage was 
going how it should be. Yeah. She did she's young. She hasn't been married before. She doesn't know the mm-hmm. tradition, the culture of England. She kind of just assumes this is how it's happening here. Yeah. Uh yeah, and she didn't think that Henry was conspiring to get out of the marriage. <laughs> she was I, I labeled this section I need a divorce slash marital bliss because yeah. it's truly a dichotomy of, <clears throat> and like this is just him doing it yeah, all no, and it's like his own head too. Yeah. She is she hasn't even been here long enough to yeah. form opinions of people. <laughs> it is three months since she's been here, and she's mm. like still learning languages. Uh, she had written back to family members in Germany and kind of around that area, saying she was happy with the marriage mm. and enjoying her time in England, learning about the English world and culture. Mm. So, like I said, she's just learning the area. She's appreciating what's going on. I'm the queen of this place. I think mm. I should probably speak their language and know what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, and though they say Anne locked the poshly English courtly habits, the these habits that Henry was used to in his women, how we had talked about the previous wives, they were kind of in the court systems and mm-hmm. they were coming up in a they were they were in the minor leagues in a minor court mm-hmm. and then they were brought up to the majors in the king's court you know you get mm-hmm. called up it's <laughs> you might get sent down for a couple you know if you're not doing very well you get knocked down to the minors again <laughs> <laughs> i've been watching too much fucking baseball while i write this i'll be honest it's just on the other screen uh, uh these two-door worlds drastically were different than the germanic ones she was in the court yeah, traditions the cultures imagine. yeah all kinds of stuff i mean that jacob fugger guy was destroyed worlds over yeah. there and what the hell is happening here uh so even though she probably wasn't this just because of the differences between her culture and the english culture and the courts she was come to be seen as awkward and kind of fumbling mm-hmm. not really knowing what's going on i feel like 50 percent of that is probably again because she doesn't know the language uh, so, yeah, she's seen as awkward and fumbling, but I feel like that's mainly because she is still learning the language and probably yeah. doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. Mm-hmm. You throw me in a Spanish language country, I'm probably going to come off as awkward and fumbling myself. <laughs> uh, uh, the mistress thing, though, starts to change. Uh, in spring 1540, so March, April mm-hmm. time, Henry finds himself a new woman. And if we kind of think where he's found his previous women mm-hmm. in the court of his current wife. And he does that again. Uh, he falls for another court maiden here. Oh, God. This is now maybe, what, the third one that he's done? Yeah. And the third wife in this one? Uh. Yes, this woman. He's repeating names again. <laughs> this is Catherine Howard. God. <laughs> yes, Catherine Howard. She was a maid of honor for Anne of oh, Cleves. Oh, no. And... A cousin of Anne Bolin. <laughs> and she was a second cousin of Jane Seymour, the third wife. Really? So, like I said, yeah, she's a maid of honor for the the second Anne. Mm-hmm. She was a cousin of his first Anne, of his mm-hmm. ex-wife, and a second cousin of his third ex-wife. <laughs> so I'm just going to go a little bit into his, this family here because it yeah. is utterly insane. Okay. And that's just the start. So, like I said, uh, this Catherine Howard, her Mm -hmm. uh, cousin is Anne Bolin as uh, Catherine's aunt Mm -hmm. is Anne Bolin's mother. Mm. And then she's the second cousin of Jane Seymour, the third wife. Mm. That's where her name was. uh, As Jane Seymour, her grandmother was the sister of Catherine's grandmother. Okay. That's how they get the second cousins. Uh, 
She was raised in a royal household, Catherine Howard. This hmm. is we're going to be talking about for a second. Uh, but her father was not wealthy. So she's royal, but her father was really? not wealthy, despite being the third son among 21 children. <laughs> 21 <Jesus>. children. <laughs> now, Nolan, I know you come from a bigger family. You have yeah. a couple siblings. I'm the youngest out of five. Youngest out of five. That's not 21. Yeah. <laughs> Things got a little chaotic and a little disordered in your house. Yeah. Now quadruple that. Even with our friend Dan, or yeah, our old roommate. Yeah, he but, had a couple um, brothers. He's the middle child out of seven kids. Yeah, that's a lot of yeah. kids. That's one third yeah. as many child. So um, <laughs> I'm just going to go through those children, or the, the aunts and uncles of Catherine here, oh, her God. brothers and sisters real quick. So her grandfather was Thomas Howard, mm -hmm. Duke of Norfolk. Okay. So Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah, like uh, the naval base in Virginia, but in nice. England. So these are the Thomas Howard, the second Duke of Norfolk, mm -hmm. with his first wife, Elizabeth Tilney. Mm -hmm. T-I-L-N-E-Y. Tilney? I don't know. Yeah. They had 10 children together. Oh. Thomas. Okay. So the first child, name him after me. Thomas, mm. Edward, Edmund. Who that's Catherine's father, mm -hmm. John Henry Charles Henry the Younger Richard Elizabeth, mm -hmm. who's Anne's mother, mm -hmm. and Muriel. Muriel. Those are the first ten children. Then Elizabeth passes away, mm. and Thomas marries her cousin Agnes. <laughs> so okay, okay, it's a little okay. bit close, but I think it might still be legal. Yeah, uh, he's not marrying his own cousin; he's yeah. marrying a cousin of his <laughs> wife. It's legal. They have 11 more children. Jesus. Their names are William, mm. Thomas, Richard, <laughs> Dorothy, Anne, Catherine, Elizabeth, George, John, Catherine spelled a different way, and Henry. <laughs> How is it spelled different? Uh, one is spelled with a C and the other is spelled with a K. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like a lot of names. So I just broke that down real quick. There were two Thomases, mm -hmm. three Henrys, <laughs> two Elizabeths, two Catherines, and two Johns. Damn. Not all of them passed, lived past early childhood. Oh, okay. but, oh, yeah. But again, 21 children, that's a lot. Even if... Half of them lived. <laughs> That's Jesus. ten. Um, so yeah, he like I said, her father was the third of them. Okay. So he's just seeing children getting popped out every year until he's about fifty. <laughs> Who are you again? Yeah. Who do the I fuck are you? Yeah. You're my brother. Whoa. <laughs> and I do like that. Um, we always hear about juniors or yeah. men naming themselves after it. I like that. At one point, they did name one of the daughters after the mother. It's like Elizabeth Junior. You don't get that all that often. Uh, Catherine. Uh, so that was her father. Yeah. Father had uh, 21 children, or was one of 21 children. Catherine herself yeah. was, was her mother's 10th child between two husbands. <laughs> so many children are happening here. Damn. Uh, I'm not going to list all of those names. It's like I'll a Duggar family. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the first husband died, and then she remarried mm. um, Edmund Howard. Uh, with little to sustain the growing family, mm -hmm. because there's, you know, 10 fucking children, yeah. <laughs> uh, the father was often reduced to begging for handouts from his more affluent relatives. Oh, my God. That's so sad. <laughs> Why is all of England white trash as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Everything is white trash, even the royalty here. Uh, by 1539, mm -hmm. Anne, or not Anne, I'm sorry, Catherine, both of her parents are dead. 
So she is about 16 at that time. She lost her mother at age five. Shit. And then her dad at age 16. Oh, shit. Yes. In her teenage years around this time when she's turning 16 and kind of later teens, her uncle, Thomas the Third Duke of Norfolk, so the firstborn took over the big title, Mm -hmm. he was able to secure her a position in the royal court of the new English queen. Okay. okay. Anne of Cleves in 18 or 1540. The duke and his conservative ally, yeah. Bishop Gardner, who I saw this and I, I don't understand it, but colloquially known as Willie Winchester. <laughs> I, guess, I guess he is like- That's a like, great name. That's a, I imagined a like oh, old Western name. like prospector villain. Yeah. I'm Willie Winchester. Yeah. I'm going to buy the whole town for this mine. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Duke of Norfolk, uh, Thomas Howard, mm-hmm. and uh, Willie Winchester <laughs> felt uh, discomfort with the queen and with the sitting queen uh, having her being- previously sympathetic to Lutheran causes. And you remember that Schmaldic League or whatever the fuck I was talking about a couple weeks ago, where it was a bunch of Lutheran uh, provinces in the Holy Roman Empire that said, we're just not going to listen to the Pope. <clears throat> kind of. Yeah, yeah, I kind do of. Know, yeah. yeah, so they didn't like her because she was sympathetic to Lutherans and she supported that league that I had troubles pronouncing right there. Okay. <laughs> so because of those reasons, the Duke and Willie Winchester didn't like the queen. Mm. So this is where it becomes a conspiracy. Oh, God. No joke. Like, yes. You, okay, within them or like, yes. like in written history? No, within them. Okay. Along with these religious positions for politics, the Lutheranism shit, mm-hmm. the Duke also wanted to see the return of the Howard family to being more connected to the royal monarchy. Like okay. I said, Anne Bolin was a cousin like was part of this family so they had a lot of connections being close to the queen yeah and another queen was a little bit closer so they had power mm-hmm. this current queen they didn't have a fucking connection and they yeah. wanted a connection so along with the oh we don't like lutherans they were like i want to be connected in this maybe if i get a job fucking you know my brother won't ask for handouts anymore yeah <laughs> uh, for these reasons for the poly- religious and the connections uh, the Duke, Catherine's uncle, mm-hmm. starts to encourage Henry and Catherine to have a romantic relationship and work to get married. What? The okay. Duke is encouraging. I guess the, I shouldn't be too surprised. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the fuck is happening. But this is where I'm saying it's a conspiracy. Yeah. He wants the the king to yeah. leave his wife and marry his niece so he can become more politically powerful. Okay. That this sense. is so scummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's encouraged. And again, I remind you guys, she is in her late teens. Yeah. She is younger than Anne. Uh, and he wants her to shack up with this 45 year old impotent loser jesus uh yes <laughs> oh that is like i said that's the springtime uh mm-hmm. april and may 1540 uh things are looking all right between the king and the queen he's not really showing that side of him where i fucking hate my life uh cromwell thomas the main architect of this marriage uh remarked after seeing the royal couple at a festival mm-hmm. they're together quote the king like it not the queen 
nor ever has from the beginning, I think assuredly she is as good a maid for him as when she came to England. So that means right there, I don't know what the fuck he is talking about. I don't know why he doesn't like her. <laughs> Everything was all right, and then yeah. he chose, I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confiding with his allies and his supporters. Okay, his gang. Yeah, his like... gang, his squad, uh, uh, his supporters for the marriage. Cromwell yeah. starts to feel like the pressures around him politically are starting to come down on him. He's like, I don't think things are going to be going good yeah. for me in a couple months here. <laughs> He was caught between two really, really hard choices. The term, you know, is a rock in a hard place. Mm -hmm. uh, the two choices, both of them will destroy the kind of plans he had for the new version, the new vision of England he wanted. Yeah. He's very sympathetic to Lutherans. He wants to keep that going. Either, the first choice he has, either he does not act on the failing marriage, he doesn't do anything about yeah. it, and the king will continue to be displeased. <laughs> I don't do shit. All yeah. right. What's the consequences there? Uh, or he works to annul the current marriage, pleasing the king, mm -hmm. but that leaves Henry able to marry Catherine Howard, his current slam piece, yeah. elevating enemies of Cromwell to the courts. So either I let this thing burn out and hopefully it goes well, or I do what the king is asking me to do, putting me into jeopardy. Ooh. Two bad choices there. Yeah. And that's quite a pickle there. Yeah, that's a quite a pickle. And, you know, the person we're talking about mm -hmm. here, she was, at first she was a little bit out of the loop, but then she starts to get more aware mm -hmm. of what's going on here. Like there's uh, some crazy shit going yeah, on. Yeah, there's like weird shit on. going on here. <laughs> um, and things started not to seem as happy as she thought they were. A big thing that she noticed was Henry had stopped trying to, quote, consummate the marriage with her. He just gave up. He's like, I'm not yeah. going to fuck this broad. <laughs> I'm going to go play poker with the boys. Yeah, tonight. I don't I'm going to go watch but, a bull yeah. or whatever. I'm going to go see a bull kill a dog. Um, <laughs> also, so yeah, he, he stopped trying to consummate her uh, yeah. with her. Also, he had stopped being as pleasant and nice to her as he had once been. Oh, God. He's just being a dick at this yeah. point. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not going to have sex with you. What's the point of this? Jesus. It's just misogynistic <laughs> as fuck. A piece of shit. Yeah, he's just awful. Um, another thing that was happening was uh, he started to openly pursue Catherine Howard in front of Anne. Oh, Jesus. How we remember back to, was it Catherine he was going, he was shacking up with Anne Bolin in mm. front of her. He's doing the same thing again. Jesus. He's just doing no that again. Shame whatsoever. And it says that she suffered a mixture of fear, humiliation. He's like, sucks to suck, right? Mm. Uh, humiliation and disappointment from what was happening in front of her. She's like, uh, what the fuck did I do wrong? Oh, yeah. I'm just lying here. What yeah. am I doing here? Uh, after repeated times of Henry complaining to Cromwell about his lack of feelings for Anne, mm -hmm. Cromwell urged her to, quote, render herself more agreeable to Henry, mm. uh, despite Ugh. the king's main complaint being she was not physically attractive. What? Hey, hey, if you want to just, like, turn really hot for the king, that would uh. be really great. <laughs> render yourself more physically or render herself more agreeable. Ugh. God damn, the guy's so Everybody's shitty. terrible here. Yeah. Everyone is awful. Uh, so now that brings us to the final month and the most heated time of it all. <laughs> June and July 1540. 
Like yeah. I said, they got, I keep repeating this, they got married at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Everything we've talked about in this episode has happened in less than six months. Yeah. Uh, June 10th. June 10th. The uh, first couple days are all right. June 10th, though, as Thomas Cromwell is arriving for his council meeting, he is arrested. What? Yes. Wait, he was arrested? Thomas Cromwell. Oh, Mr. Really? Uh, nefarious planning. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. figure out this marriage thing. The reasons why well, is, he was screwed no matter what. He was right? screwed yeah. no matter what, but this is where he gets really fucking screwed. Seeing as Henry blamed Cromwell for this marriage mm-hmm. and for the years of his, frankly, deceptive and calculating political maneuvering over the past couple of years, you know, <laughs> the getting the last queen killed and yeah. kind of steering England, mm-hmm. uh, He's caused a lot of enemy factions to <laughs> develop just around the probably, countryside. Yeah, probably not with him, but with like Henry too. Or yeah, like, like the, he's when you do he's bringing shit, other people down. Yeah, exactly. And in this religious tense period where it's Lutherans versus Catholics or whatever, yeah. you know, the English Reformation is still, if not going, is in its like winding down period here yeah. so those like if you believe in lutheranism you're on you're against me or whatever so he he has a lot of enemy factions and he is getting blamed for this marriage mm-hmm. uh as well as one of the big reasons for this marriage why he wanted to ally with the germans mm-hmm. is the germans charles the fifth of mm-hmm. uh uh the holy roman empire had we had briefly talked about they had a treaty with france yeah. Saying we won't attack each other. <laughs> Charles broke that when he invaded Ghent and started executing people. Okay. <laughs> so they were now <laughs> no longer in a treaty phase. Oh, they were at no. war with each other. Oh god. So the one of the main reasons for this marriage had just crumbled before them. <laughs> so you had the, one job yeah, is to I had make one this reason worse. for this marriage and yeah. it's falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> so for all of those reasons, Henry blamed him. Everybody hates me. The only reason I made this marriage that I'm getting blamed for is falling apart. His enemies on the council pounced on him. They were like, let's get him. <laughs> this is, might be our only opportunity to charge him and get him going. So mm-hmm. he is arrested and he's charged. This is not a good thing. These are a couple weird charges. He's charged with treason. Okay. It's a good old favorite uh, from uh, Anne. Yep. Heresy. Because okay. like I said, uh, very religiously motivated. They're yeah. pretty much that. Corruption. Uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And the fourth charge is a weird one. What? Plotting to marry the Princess Mary. What? <laughs> yeah, they said that he was plotting to marry one of the princesses. <laughs> I guess that's a charge. If you, okay. if you try to plot, if you're plotting, to, if you're like, I really love her, I want to marry her, and mm. you don't marry her, crime. <laughs> that's a crime. Uh, and he was held in the Tower of London. So mm. things are coming around for him, how he was holding uh, Anne Bolin and yeah. her, all those guys in the Tower of London. He's there. Uh, all of Cromwell's honors, he, he, being in the government, you get mm-hmm. all these titles and shit, like I've mentioned here. All of them were forfeited. He, They just removed Wait, what? them. what? Yeah, he had to give up all of his titles. Oh, he yeah, had to yeah, give yeah, yeah. Sign that makes more sense. And it was publicly proclaimed that he would be called only Thomas Cromwell cloth carter <laughs> what is that i don't i maybe like a cart like <clears throat> he has a cart of cloth but yeah, he, yeah. that's the only <laughs> thing you can call him no other title only that <laughs> so that's june 10th that's the beginning of june june like 20 cloth maker for like cl- handkerchiefs or something or like a- I, maybe he's the mover after that like okay. the cloth maker makes and then they give it to the carter yeah. or whatever <laughs> june 24th so about two weeks later mm-hmm. uh, and is commanded 
to leave the court, the okay. royal court, on June 24th and reside at the Richmond Palace, with the rationale being that the plague in London posed a risk to her health. Okay. So they're saying you need to get out of here. You need to get out of the royal court, you know, the main palace. You need to get mm. out of town because of the plague. Okay. That's what they're saying. How far is this place, the other place? I didn't see it, but the Richmond Palace is like kind of in the London area. It's okay. not like he's not like sending her to North Scotland or yeah. anything. Okay. Okay. I need you to move about 250 miles away yeah. from me for the plague. <laughs> no. So it's like another palace that's a little bit out of the way. Uh, however, if we remember, he. Uh, his family members have died from communicable diseases, so he's probably a little bit aware of them. But Henry was deeply afraid of the plague. Yeah. So had this been the real reason why moving her, he probably would have went with her. Okay. Yeah. Hey, the plague is in town. Yeah. You need to leave. <laughs> Are you coming with? No. No. I'm just going to hang out. I need to hold down the fort. Oh, hoax. Fake news. Yeah, like, fake no. news. He's screaming that. He's like, put your mask on or whatever. <laughs> yeah, if this was a real thing he probably would have gone with her mm. uh with anne out of the city henry began to openly eat meals with catherine at royal estates he's like my 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 wife is gone i can finally <laughs> be out with my mistress yeah so it's not really the plague maybe a plague of him he he's very much a plague mm -hmm. so uh anne started to hear about these rumors uh and ba began to ask around What's happening? Mm -hmm. What's going on here? Uh, when she was told by like a courtier or someone in the court, she shouldn't worry uh, about things. She would bring up the a court or the story of his previous wife, mm -hmm. Catherine of Aragon, and how Henry had cast her aside for his new wife. Hey, <laughs> remember the first time he was doing all this? Do yeah. you think he would do it again? <laughs> do you think he learned his lesson? Uh, Anne was worried this is what was happening yeah, to her. Yeah, fair Weird. It, it feels very similar to what she was going through. Yeah. Uh, it was here that Anne learned her marriage to the English king had been called into question. Yeah. That Duke of Lorraine shit. Uh, because, like I said, Henry was concerned about this prior bethronement. Mm -hmm. It's like, you might not have been married before me, right? Uh, <laughs> and because of this, and he's saying... <laughs> Because of that, yeah. uh, he had refrained from consummating the marriage. What? Yeah, he said it was because of that, even though, you know, all the quotes before him saying, oh, it's because of how not hot she is. And <laughs> I can totally nut on my own, dudes. Uh, an inquiry, again, was f to be formed and sent. Okay. So that was 24th. That was June 24th. Mm. June 29th. Cromwell is condemned for treason by parliament okay <laughs> with the net with the necessary like with the need for a trial being pretty much excused yeah. because it was passed in the house of lords they're like everyone here agrees you're an asshole yeah. you're definitely not getting out from this one dude if you want to go for trial we'll make sure everybody knows how like, much of an asshole you are mm -hmm, fool me once yeah like, you want to bring in character <laughs> we'll bring in character witnesses motherfucker yeah. this is Anne's dead body here uh, so yeah, Henry deferred the execution of Thomas because mm. when you're when you're convicted of literally anything at this point, the first thing is let's kill him. Yeah, uh, he <laughs> deferred the execution until this marriage situation could be resolved. Mm. He's like, all right, before we start killing people, 
It's a celebration, but let's have a proper celebration for something to celebrate mm-hmm. real quick here. Uh, so July 6th, a week or so later, uh, Parliament, again, is making making moves. They have a formal request to the king, to Henry, mm-hmm. for an ecclesiastic investigation. Really? Yes. So a church investigation of the validity of the royal marriage. Shit, that sounds like pretty organized. <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> we really need to investigate this marriage shit here. Uh, they claimed the reason for this was their concerns about the bethronement to that Duke of Lorraine. Uh, if there was a child, if, mm-hmm. remember all those times where he's like, I can't even get, I can't even keep this thing hard. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, but a child in the future, yeah. uh, <laughs> if a child were to come, uh, this might create a problem for secession if they were to have children. Like, yeah. is this the, you know, king, is, is this royal baby for Lorraine or England. That's that's yeah, their rationale yeah, for yeah. investigating this. Not because Henry really wants to get out of this marriage. <laughs> uh, since this was a complex issue across multiple kingdoms, legit across the English yeah. Channel here, uh, Parliament suggested that the court, or sorry, not the court, the church court, so mm-hmm. a church of, a court of church guys, mm-hmm. uh, the, the robes, they're just so beautiful in these church courts what? <laughs> no like well you know like the uh judges have to wear normal yeah, yeah, robes yeah, yeah. and then the priests have to wear normal robes. Yeah. so if you multiply them you got to get really beautiful robes mm-hmm. there uh so the church court would consider the option of annulment in the marriage uh as the marriage had not been consummated yet he's like yeah. thank god i didn't get fully in or else this, this would have been a big problem <laughs> oh thank god uh so the uh, request, it makes its way to Henry, and he uh, accepts it. He's like, wow, really? I think I'll accept this request mm-hmm. for this investigation, stating that his only desire, his only desire, Nolan, was for the glory of God, the welfare of the realm, and the triumphant of truth. That's his rationale. That's what he's saying for this. What? He okay. has a PR guy. Yeah. He definitely has a guy. So mm-hmm. You cannot tweet that out. Yeah. Dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give me your password. Give me the username. I'm only tweeting this mm-hmm. out. Have you seen what some of these people tweet? Don't don't be on Ambien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, for the glory of God, the welfare of the ram, realm and the triumph of truth, uh, a delegation. The, so the, that's to him. A delegation of counselors was sent to Richmond where okay. Anne was. In July, she, they wanted to find Anne's side of the story. Hey, you married to that other guy? No. All right, I think our job here is done. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we can go. <laughs> Taken back by the sudden and drastic events happening so fast, mm-hmm. you know, two weeks ago, she was getting forced out. Less than two weeks ago, she was getting forced out of mm-hmm. uh, her home, pretty much. So, you know, a lot of things are happening. Yeah. Anne faints in front of these counselors. Shit. Yeah, they, you know, cost her corner and she faints. Uh, their goal, the counselor's goal, was to press her into an admission that her marriage had not been consummated. <laughs> Did he fuck you? Tell me now, Jesus. please. Oh, that's fucked up. Dude, oh my is, god! Like I said, I was reading so much about like whether or not this girl was a virgin in mm-hmm. detail, not just oh you know a brief god. sentence here. So and wait, there. if she says like no, are they blaming her? Who the fuck 
no. Oh my god, that's like what I'm worried about. It's like what? Like oh my god. <laughs> so when she recovers and yeah. calls everyone an <laughs> asshole, like get the fuck out. She of actually. Me. Well, here's the thing. She would refuse so. to give consent to their inquiry. No, I'm not going to tell you if I banged him or not. Yeah. Well, ask him. He told you for four months what if we had mm-hmm. it or not. Yeah. He, she bends over. You want a hymen check? You want a hymen <laughs> check, motherfucker? Uh, she was assured. <laughs> she was assured her of Henry's good intentions. Mm-hmm. She was told Henry's just doing this to, for the right thing. Mm-hmm. That his only concern besides the glory of God, the welfare of the realm, and the triumph yeah. of truth, was to do that which stood with the law of God. This okay. man is the opposite of yeah. the law of God. Because <laughs> I have, like, at this time, there's wars, there's all yeah. kinds of battles going all over Europe mm-hmm. with involving the English. Haven't even gotten into that mm-hmm. because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and that for the sake of both of their consciences, not just his, yeah. this is for the better of the both of them Mm -hmm. uh wish to put this matter before the court look we just need to get a divorce i'm not feeling this you're not feeling this i'm Mm -hmm. not feeling this i've been fine this whole time (laughs) she's just blindsided yeah Uh, the next day july 7th Mm -hmm. that all went down on the 6th uh only a day after this case was introduced arguments were already being made in front of a panel of clergy yeah. for the king's side. So a day what? later, okay, okay. they're already arguing for his side. For his side? Yes. So they're they're for him. Yes. yes. No. So how, like, you know, you commit a crime or whatever, yeah. you, you go to trial, they span things yeah. out, mm-hmm. you know, okay, on this date, three weeks from now, uh-huh. we're going to get all your shit in a row, get ready, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This is the very next day yeah. they're doing that. Um no one had appeared on behalf of Anne, oh, and no arguments were made girl. in favor for the marriage in a very rushed and openly biased, quote unquote, judicial oh, process. No. I'm worried for Anne. Yes. Well, no, she actually makes off a lot better than everyone okay. else. I just, like, I'm just like worried she's going to kill for some stupid oh. reason. <laughs> she's a smart cook. Yeah, I'll give okay. you this. Uh, as this most likely, this whole kind of trial Mm -hmm. if you want to call it most likely occurred before Anne was even able to hear or know about it okay she was just told yesterday the day before you know sign these papers pretty much and then they're already having the court shit so there's only one side of argument so you gotta you know go with the arguments there weird (laughs) the assembled clergymen there Mm -hmm. solemnly confirmed that the king and Anne were in quote no wise bound by marriage solemnized between them. Hmm. They weren't married. That's what they are saying. Weird when you only have one side of an argument yeah. in a trial, <laughs> things kind of end up going that way. Uh, so they are, they're married. Even though there's a bunch of people watching him not getting it in. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to call that character witness of him coming out and said, I just couldn't get it up? Yeah. No, I think that might hurt our case. Uh, so they're annulled. Their marriage is annulled. Okay. The annulment was granted on three grounds. Mm. The pre-contact between Anne and Francis of Lorraine, which is still barely a thing. Mm. They were bethroned for a little bit of time and then moved on. Uh, also, Henry... Oh, God. This is the worst one. Henry's lack of consent to the marriage. He's the last person that needs to be talking yeah, about consent. Exactly. 
and lack of consent, he gave the okay to people who showed him yeah. the paying team. That one pissed me off, too. <laughs> and the final reason, and the one we've been talking about this whole goddamn episode, the non-consummation of the marriage. <laughs> if you know, if you don't break it, you don't buy it. That's yeah. the saying. Uh, that's a bad saying to say, but if you don't break <laughs> it, you don't buy it, I guess. Uh, because they were now not married. They were legally not married here. Both Anne and Henry were declared free to remarry. I guess kind of you need to go figure out that Duke of Lorraine shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's like, shit, I'm not fully free. Uh, July 9th or 11th. I've seen it listed as either of those dates. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it listed as on this day. And I've also seen it being listed as two days after the previous event. Okay, happening. so it's either these two days yeah, for some reason. You know, unlike the what Anne Boland's merit or uh birth date where there's a seven-year range yeah. i think a three-day range is decent i think mm -hmm. that's enough of yeah a, that's accuracy <laughs> right there so it's uh between july 9th and july 11th not too much of a change in weather in that point so you can just mm -hmm. imagine mid-july uh, early mid-july um commissioners on behalf of henry arrive at the richmond palace she's still staying there she's been there mm. a couple weeks to officially inform anne of the marriage annulment. Mm. Hey, you're not married anymore. See ya. <laughs> I guess that's all it needs. Uh, she was warned ahead of time by her Clevian ambassador. I assume that's Clevian or it's Clevian. Okay. It's a dude from Cleves. Yeah. And I saw his name listed as Hare Housed. <laughs> However, Hare, H-E-R-R, is I'm pretty sure just the German term for Mr., Oh, really? And I couldn't find a first name. So this guy's just name is Mr. House. So, okay. <laughs> um, Mr. here. Uh, that this was coming. Mm -hmm. That this marriage annulment announcement was coming to her okay. and to be prepared. Again, I imagine very much a reality show where like, maybe, I don't assume this hair guy is, but the gay best friend and comes in and is like, all right, we got some drama coming in. <laughs> I need to tell you something. Like yeah. that is what I imagined in this situation. Okay. The best friend just, so. Mm -hmm. Something's happening. Here. Mm -hmm. Something's coming here. Uh, she, so like you were saying uh, earlier, you hope that she's not killed. Oh, this she, is what you, makes her a smart cookie. You're this saying? is what makes her a smart cookie. Yeah. She had made the decision that there was really nothing she could do mm -hmm. to prevent Henry from getting out of the marriage. Yeah. She didn't have uh, political connections. She didn't have money. She mm -hmm. didn't know this area. She has been in uh, England seven months or so if that yeah. uh so to prevent or and the big thing was depending on how she reacts to this wedding annulment mm -hmm. she could either end up like Anne Bolin, mm -hmm. you know without a head yeah or even i guess you could say better or worse but like catherine of aragon his first wife that yeah. ended in this kind of like gray area where are we you know yeah. i'm not part of one political system or whatever so she had to play her cards right uh, she didn't really have any political or personal reasons for holding on to the marriage. She was like, mm -hmm. we haven't banged. I don't yeah. really do anything. Kind I don't know what the lose. hell is happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she didn't really need to hold on to it any longer. And she took a pragmatic approach to the marriage and just accepted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do shit. I'll accept this. Uh, she received the messengers of this news politely. And accepted the news in a, quote, calm manner. Okay. Well, she probably saw it coming. So <laughs> yeah, like, she's yeah. like, all right, I guess. Yeah, I can't do much. <laughs> uh, when asked if she was ready to accept the decree, she signaled yes and went through with it. She was like, I guess so. Mm -hmm. uh, 
very much like a divorce paper. Mm. Uh, she had to sign a document. Okay. Uh, she signed the document in front of a lot of people. Like how many? Like I got a couple here, <laughs> including Henry's brother-in-law. Okay. So I assume from another marriage because yeah. it would have been listed as her brother. Uh, the Duke of Suffolk, not Norfolk, but the Duke, another Duke. Mm -hmm. The Earl of Southampton, who was I saw also listed as a Lord Privy Seal. Mm -hmm. I guess he's a Lord Seal. Yeah, <laughs> and he's church officials probably so many, too. Probably a couple there. Uh, and this gentleman, Sir Richard Rich. <laughs> Sir Richie Rich? Oh Damn. my God. I love this man. <laughs> I saw that name and my eyes lit up. I was like, oh, this is William Winchester. Yeah, Willie Winchester and, and Sir Richie, Richie Rich. Rich. Yeah. Uh, we're getting all the great names here. <laughs> uh, along with uh, a lot of people from her household as mm. well. So there was a crowd to see her signing this. Mm -hmm. uh, up until this point, like up until these last couple weeks, mm -hmm. uh, Anne never really considered her marriage to Henry as. As wrong or invalid or illegitimate yeah. she assumed that it was a normal yeah. run-of-the-mill marriage she she was like i guess this is how it goes yeah <laughs> she was in, and she was enjoying her time as queen she was trying to connect really? with the english people okay. yeah i mean so she would have been a grid like a good queen yeah she would have been like not you know if none of this would have happened she probably would have been forgotten to time honestly yeah because she would have been just very run-of-the-mill very normal kind of stuff uh -huh. there uh after signing this decree uh, with the help of a translator, as again, she barely knows English, uh, <laughs> and composes a letter addressed to Henry on the subject of their brief marriage and yeah. their divorce. Mm -hmm. I have a couple quotes from it. She opened the letter with lamenting her loss and her love for his, quote, most noble person being so great. I would argue with a couple of those parts, yeah. but <laughs> being so great. Nah, she's nah. probably just making sure she stays alive yes um i saw this she was much comforted by the news that henry intended to treat her as if she was one of his sisters and okay mainly because that would mean he would not try and have her killed ah nice i kill everyone but family Look. yeah <laughs> except for marriage uh unless you're if you're blood yeah you're good uh, she closed the letter with a new signature. Mm -hmm. Instead of Anne the Queen, mm -hmm. she signed herself as Anne the Daughter of Cleves. Nice. She was like, fuck that shit. I'm, not, I'm yeah. never coming back here. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Henry was grateful and relieved by Anne's simple and easy departure. Yeah. Thanks for making this divorce yeah. so much easier than the last couple. You have no idea the yeah. problems I've gone through. Uh, he returned her a polite letter which I kind of assume was just like covered in grease and semen yeah. at this point. Uh. See, I can do it. Uh, confirming that he would treat her like family mm -hmm. and that he would also be giving her an annual income of around 4,000 pounds a year. What? Yeah, that's like now. That's so different from the other wise. Yeah, <laughs> later, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Die in a fucking palace by yourself and not your daughter. Yeah. Here's four grand a year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And like that's what she trying to like help out her family too. Yeah, she was like trying to help out, and then Anne Bolin was trying to help mm -hmm. out Catherine, and uh, and that was four thousand pounds at that time. It's yeah. not like a conversion, like inflation kind of thing. That's four thousand yeah. pounds then. So like she could probably buy Cleves at this point yeah. with that after three years. All right, I own everything here. Mm -hmm. uh, she would also have the use of the royal houses at Richmond. Mm -hmm. you know, like, you like that one you're staying at the past month? Keep it, whatever. As well as at, oh God, 
Bletchenly in Surrey? Okay. <laughs> this is the spelling of a palace in England. Okay. B-L-E-T-C-H-I-N-G-L-E-Y. Jesus. Bletchenly? Bletchen, Bletchenly? I'm just going to let you make all the mistakes. Yeah, I'm just embarrassing myself here. <laughs> uh, Bletchenly. I guess you have to like roll your lips and be semi-alcoholic to pronounce that <laughs> properly. You have to be coming from the pub to get that one just yeah. proper. <laughs> he was so eager to confirm their happy friendship that he said as soon as Parliament let him, he would love to see and speak to her. Mm. He just friend zoned his ex-wife yeah he friend zones his ex-wife well at least she's not dead and yeah she's exactly bank. Like, i'll take friend zoned over debt yeah i'll take friend zone over debt anytime mm -hmm. uh that is actually all the info i have for this episode <laughs> uh, i guess we're ending on a happy note where she's leaving with her head and has Woo! a friend and fourth grand coming in a year for her uh, I'm I, so happy that uh, this piece this of is a shit weird didn't like, ruin somebody's life because it's, of his own bullshit. It's his 100% him. And it was, yeah. it was that meeting mm -hmm. where she was like, oh, okay. Like when she got the present and the kiss mm -hmm. that like was the snowball or the first domino for all of this weird, I don't like her. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to have sex with her. Like all this weird mm -hmm. stuff. Ugh. But, uh. One thing I will say is uh, I, the intention was to end this episode not on a happy note with them leaving. What? What's wrong with you? I know. I wanted to end it <laughs> on the execution of Thomas Cromwell. Ah, nice. I, I nice, didn't get that. time to finish my notes. So okay. what I will say is don't worry, everyone. We're going to start next week with a very brutal and Ooh. long beheading of thomas cromwell nice i have teased it for a couple episodes i'm like thomas cromwell's getting his due and i'll make sure you do a recap on who this guy is just yeah no i'll, I'll go summary. through a quick of it all right so this is all of his nefarious deeds yeah. and all the times he's screwed everyone in england <laughs> and this is how it is yeah we uh had a great episode here and just to give you guys a little heads up on or not a heads up but a preview of what's coming up in the next couple episodes besides thomas tommy crom here losing his head uh the next episode i'm gonna try and get through the king or at least the end of henry i'm gonna try mm -hmm. and kill henry well not kill henry but get to his death his death is coming i swear uh mm -hmm. along with a couple other next episode might be death heavy uh but after that we're gonna do his kids and then we're gonna gonna finish the season season one here with francis drake's expedition mm -hmm. i promise you that's going to be the craziest two episodes of the entire season. Really? Yes. Like when the idea of this show started, the original idea was to get to Australia. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. we got to talk about the British. We might get there one day. One day. Maybe a bonus episode. <laughs> but I started with Francis Drake. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll just cover it real quickly. Nope. Turned into two episodes because of just how crazy he is. Ooh. And he starts in this whole era here. Okay. So we're going to get into that. But, so we're uh, going to discuss them next week? Uh, no, in about two or three weeks from now. Okay. Next week is going to be the end of Henry. Okay. But uh, as we finish up here, as we get done, just want to say uh, rates and reviews. So amazing. We love them all. Uh, we shout it. We, if you give us a rating, we'll shout you out. Mm -hmm. I think Totally Beast put in a rating. He said, Nolan's really funny. <laughs> Paul sounds interesting. Totally Beast. Totally Beast. I think that was the name. And... 
I guess shout out to them. But yeah, if you do leave us a rating, we'll shout you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we said, five stars. If you leave uh, a review there, put some text in. Doesn't matter what yeah. put what you put in there. I think we were saying at the beginning, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? And if that's not enough, what's your favorite ice cream topping to mm. put into your ice cream? <laughs> you know, mint with some chocolate or whatever. And check out our Instagram. Yeah, social media stuff. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and get more active here. Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Guess Twitter as well. Besides that, I I think we're good here. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, next week it's going to be a lot of fun. Stay tuned. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. Uh, until then, my name is Paul. I'm Nolan, and this has been back, back row, row lessons. Yeah, back row lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Woo!